Brooks and Bryson, Break Traders, and Bumboo on this episode of Get Carded. Initial topic here is couples sports. I mean, for me, it was talking about couples golf. Recently, I did a, a golf tournament where me and the lady teamed up with another couple and competed against a number of other dual couples, and we golfed. So there were, no, there were no three-way couples, is what you're saying? There were no groups. There were all duels. Of, okay, all right. Yeah. No threesomes. I that's right. uh, no, not, only foursomes. Not, only foursomes. Right. That's all. There four. are very few dual threesomes. It makes for good foreplay. Oh, I like I like what you did there. Man, that was solid. That was your best take in a while. F O R. You must be play? ready oh, yeah. for this uh, for this episode. Anyways, the the uh, the format was was uh, 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 they said it's very simple, and then it ended up being very very complicated. Where you like count a certain number of players' scores on each hole, it was it was madness, and and the fact is we just started horrible. The first hole was like ridiculous bad. So like immediately, like you cannot be competing with your significant other, have a horrible start, and then like just be merry. Yeah. Oh, the sun's out today. It's yeah. Great, we're you gonna too. focus in. No, you're like in the competitive spirit, and you're like, you're "What are like we doing here? Guy. Why did we even decide to do this?" I mean, <laughs> I would never say that out loud, but I was like, "What are we doing here? And why did we even decide to do this?" Yeah. Uh, and then it turned around, and then we actually we finished like I think we finished tied for fifth or something. This was out of sixteen, so it's like top third, so it wasn't although you say it was six teams or sixteen? Sixteen. Oh they said six teams. Yeah, no, that would <laughs> that, that, that would be bad. We wouldn't third. have even we wouldn't have even finished. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I gotta go. But you um on the course now you update your scores in real time. Yeah. They have this app that, you know, keeps scores so you can see and all the oldest couples or the ones that I don't know. Have some are, are too cool for the app. Don't use it. But for the most part, seventy-five percent of the people use it, and you know where you're gonna land. But it's uh, it's a tough thing. But it's a well, you get competing with sports. Or like it's with your significant other. It's almost like either like you're putting together an IKEA dresser, you know, and you get those blow-up <laughs> moments, or it's like the, you know, the lady and I we did a CrossFit competition together, and if you want to really try to one lean on each other and you know the lady is like a machine right she's a great athlete you know body weight movements and all that like me i'm a big guy like nope not happening but i'm gonna move heavy weight right so if you you can figure out something like that and make it work and you, you see people just dying out there and it's like it it brings you together but at the same time it's like you just it's i don't know it, it's a cool experience if you can find the right niche and make it work for both people where you're not, uh, you know, worried about slicing one off into the. So good woods. point, Joey, you and I played softball together for a, a lot of years. Yeah. And if you had a bad game, I'd be like, Joe, like step it yeah. up next game. Yeah. Like it's fine, but like be better. Yep. <laughs> you're not doing that to your lady. No, 
Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, lover. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I know you're trying. A little but... more effort out of you next time. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Give her a post game presser. But. <laughs> but if you get through it right, you guys got through it. And... Did you guys did did you have couples in some of those events where you were like, as long as we beat them? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Like you knew we weren't like we weren't going to win the damn thing. But we were going to be competitive. You know, we were going to, you know, bust ass. And we you were definitely going to be we're gonna, Jim and, and Lisa. Yes, 100%. Like, you, 100%. Knew, you knew who you had that, you know, whether it was within the same gym or other groups that were just giving you the stank eye that you just wanted to, to beat. But, yeah, so, you know. Right. You always kind of target those people. See, I had 15 of those. So, it was all, it was always going to be a disappointment unless we won. Six. It's 16. <laughs> so, so, as it... I, I guess as we think about feuds, one of the things that I, I well, I think the the two that get compared the most nowadays are LeBron and MJ, and they didn't really have much of an opportunity to compete against one another, but it would have been awesome. But I, I think the fact that they haven't, this was what makes the conversation good, right? Had they been able to play together, then it like kind of takes the mystery out of it or the debate out of it. I like that there are very strong arguments on both sides of that playing too like statistically um the intangibles the leadership the clutch performance like all of those can you can make strong arguments on both sides for each player which i think is why it's such a awesome argument i just don't think i've ever seen michael jordan take a flop like or flop the way that lebron does okay but when he flopped he, he drew a foul did he not no, but when he flopped and he was down on the ground, and he was Joe Burrow. He was actually hurt. And you see, he looked over and he saw that group of like. Oh, guys. and he moved. And yeah, he saw the the group of other players kind of getting in each other's face and starting to fight. He got up, moved to that same spot, and laid back down on the ground because little, he wasn't getting the attention. Little attention seeking. Yeah, for person. sure. So, and that to me, that and just his attitude and all that. That's I would. It, I find it because of that, I find it hard to separate the talent. It's part of the game, though, now, where it wasn't as much part of the game. It was more toughness and mental fortitude. LeBron would not be able to last. He Put him in the 80s and the 90s playing against the Pistons. You kidding me? He would get just knocked over. He would... But to your point, this is what makes the argument fun. Yeah. I, mean, I, look, think, I think. I, look at playoff points. Like, there's no comparison there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But like in most statistical categories, LeBron is going to surpass. Yeah, but in LeBron, I give him credit. He hadn't, he didn't have the supporting characters or characters or cast, you know that that Jordan had. I don't think you know, he will in the, Space Jam too. Except, with exception now that he's with the <laughs> Lakers, but when he was when when he won with Cleveland, right? He won that with. I don't know who he who, I don't even know who he had on like Kevin Love was he with Cleveland at the time? The Kevin team? Love, Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie yeah. Irving. All right, yeah, so just... maybe see again another reason. <laughs> all right, so there you go, another reason why Jordan is the uh, the well, goat. And then and then there's the ancillary pieces too, like how great of a player was Pippen? Yeah, like we never really got to see that. He was far past his prime when he played in Portland. Yeah, you but know? they didn't have a a, a star studded team. Pippen was a number two. Regardless of where he went, he was not going to be the. I mean, he. I guess he could have been, but the fact is, Rodman was a defensive genius. Rodman was, but he sick. wasn't going to. I mean, him alone. I, I'm just thinking about Bobby Hansen and B.J. Armstrong. Right, and I'm thinking of 
Horace Grant and Tony Kukoc. Horace Grant, I, say whatever you want to about Shaq. Horace Grant had the ugliest free throw of all time. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I would put Shaq's free throw up against. But I love that the 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 rivalries are building too, right? What we just saw last weekend, right, with the or a couple of weeks back with the, uh, the 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 PGA Championship. Yeah, with uh, Brooks with, and the Bryson. That was oh. so awesome. It made for the coolest memes I've seen in a long time. And the authenticity of Kepka's reaction. Yeah, disdain, where it was just like, I can't even focus it's on it. kind of the anymore. same way I feel like I'd react if I, saw, if I saw Bryson walk behind me. He thinks he's Boba Fett with his little cowboy boot sounds as he's walking around. Metal, metal spikes in golf? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually not – I was a big Kepka fan because I like the fact that he does workouts in the morning. He seems to be, like, super into his health. Like, I – you know, even outside of golf, I like when players kind of just tell you even if regiment. they're lying. Yeah. yeah, there's a regimen. Not like Bryson, like, I'm a rocket scientist. No, you're not. There's no way. <laughs> you're not, you're not as smart as, like – Schoolboy wonder genius. He's not. No, he's not. Like, that. like before he gives interviews, I think he just goes and – like what? What's the what's the new thing that you can do in like fifteen minutes? There's like these books that you can read, or there's oh these, yeah, you get you know the, it's recorded about? audio where you can like get cliff note version of books in fifteen minutes and understand the concept. That's what he's doing. Yeah, hundred percent. He's definitely watching TED talks before. We're his not the only ones wondering about this. When you type in how S M A, the uh, the first that's how far you have to get into a Google search until it pops up. How smart is Bryson DeChambeau? Wow, <laughs> really? Yeah. They're I'm all, thinking Google's IQ always is, listening. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking he's average, but he's not as smart as the hype. But how cool is the lot now that there's a little bit of a rivalry? When was the last time there was a rivalry in golf? Right? You know what? Tiger and Phil, maybe uh, Tiger and um, the guy with the sunglasses. That we did just Tiger and about. Rory have a rivalry, or was that not never really, really a thing? No, it was never really a thing. You know what was though? Um, and it was it was it was a close argument, and one was the leader for quite some time, and then it was not even close. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Oh, for sure. I mean, Peyton led that yeah. for quite some time. For sure. For until Easily. he retired, arguably. And that was that was even though the championship argument was on Brady's side the whole time. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Interesting. So. I think as we think about our hobby and sports cards, that there are a lot of um, a lot of retailers out there. There are a lot of uh, podcasts. There's not very many good ones. There's probably one really good one that I can think of. Um, breaking though is a is an interesting one because that blew up over the last year. Like I remember breaking, and we talked about it a few weeks ago in terms of who are our favorites. Yeah. Um, we had mentioned um, one in particular, uh, Break Traders, who we had just talked about having an, uh, you know, an awesome layout and, and, and just kind of a cool user experience. So, so we actually invited them to the, to the cast today and, and wanted to get their take on a, on a number of things and really how they put that production together, what their story is. So, so Joe from Break Traders is, is with us today and I'm, I'm super, super excited 
to to have a conversation with him. I'll I'll let you guys have a listen to it now. All right, so super excited this this evening to have Joe with Break Traders on live with us. Uh, little little thing I learned about Joe before we started talking is we we both uh, uh, spent time in in Rochester. Now, unfortunately, or or maybe fortunately, the 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 two Rochesters that 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 we spent a lot of time in are probably 1500 miles apart because I was in, in Minnesota and, and you're sitting in, uh, you're sitting in, in New York. So I, you know, I, I think the weather's probably pretty similar though. I, I would, I would say so is, I mean, I'm assuming Minnesota's cold and then you get like some, you get about three and a half good months of golf. Well, and I, we were talking about golf a little bit and the fact is uh, yeah, three or four months of good golf and then three or four months of uh, really horrible golf, but you still go out there and you try to get it done. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we've always, we try to golf once a month because there's courses open year round. Um, if, it, if it's not snowing, we get it done. And if not, we don't get it done. Like we've been out there in, in 25, 30 degree weather before swimming. So, so how it works in Minnesota is if you get a hole in one, uh, you buy drinks for everyone that shows up at the club that day. But I heard in Rochester, what happens is if you get a hole in one, you go to the top of the clubhouse and then dive onto a wrestling table and everyone celebrates. Is that true? Is that the way it works there? That's how I would celebrate it if I, if I got the, got the hole, in, hole in one. Um, and then I'd, probably, then I'd probably drink about 40 blue lights and, and, <laughs> and start screaming the shout song. So. Of course. Of course. Awesome. Well, listen, thanks so much for taking the time. You, you, uh, you lead Break Traders, which is, uh, which is one of uh, my favorite breaking sites. We actually, as a roundtable, discussed who we liked uh, breaking with, and uh, your, your, your group came up as one of the, one of the top ones for, for a number of reasons. Uh, uh, personalities are obviously a big deal, but the layout that you guys have, I, you know, I just don't think is matched in the, in the industry. Um, the 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 sliding scales across the screen the the hits on the on the side to the uh to the layout that you guys have in the background it's just a it's just a super awesome presentation so so thanks a lot for being with us first of all i i thank thank you for having me i mean it was, it was very very exciting to get have you reach out and and i'm thrilled to be here to here to talk about what what we're doing at break traders so you were you were talking to me a uh, a bit before we started about being a, a little bit newer to 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 breaking into the to the company in general. So tell tell me about this transition and 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 how you just kind of had to dive into it. Yeah. Yep. So I, I started at Break Traders on March fifteenth. Um, I did dive right into the shows, but as as a commentator, I I was sitting off screen and I had a headset on and. And I just talk, talked about sports because I know sports. I'm a 10-year Bills season tick holder, love football, played basketball. Baseball, I'm, I'm still still iffy, iffy on, uh, on my knowledge of it. But I was a commentator. And then, and then in April, the second week of April, our, our main breaker and, um, and CEO had to, had to step down and, and leave, the, leave the company suddenly. And... So I was thrown into it because that's what I had gotten brought on to do was to eventually be on screen. So, 
so we had to cancel that that Wednesday Wednesday show um, just due to due to a lot of different inventory issues. And then that Saturday was the debut of Saute. That's my my on air on air name because um, it's it's my nickname truthfully in, in my hometown. And and so I jumped in that Saturday, and I'll t- it was one of the scariest moments of my my life. And and I consider myself I love being the center of entertainment, but being being on stream with with at least usually 40 to 50 people watching it at, at any given time um doing a pro doing product and a product that i didn't really know because i didn't know much about cards the last time i paid attention to cards i was 20 years ago or 22 years ago when i was a young kid um and and so jumping in was was stressful but but luckily we have a great community at break traders and i'd I had reached out to, um, I would say our top 10 customers prior, prior to that, the um, top 10 in terms of volume and, and had call, like called them on the phone and was very transparent about what happened. And, and they all made sure to be, be on the show and, and buy. And we had a, had a very su- successful, successful show. And, and honestly, not, not every week is, is great. Um, I do think there's some cyclical nature. There's weather involved. There's the end of COVID involved. But overall, um, it's been a phenomenal experience. Well, I think you guys do do a great job. Uh, uh, Joe and I have actually talked a couple of times about the card you guys send in in the packages that you send out. I thought that was a cool uh, aspect of it. What's what's I mean, outside of the uh, maybe stage fright, and and I'm sure for you, I mean, I I see literally a hundred streams that you've been on. It gets easier as time goes on. What what are what are some of the, the the challenges for you? Do you guys get caught up with um, with with listing or shipping or the production aspect or, or hiring the right people? What's 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 challenging for you guys at the moment? Yeah, well, a, a few. I, but I would say the number one challenge is really our our commitment to excellence because that makes our sorting, packing, and shipping process very very tedious and. Um, in very much attention to detail. So, so the night, the night of the break, like as soon as the break's done, it gets sorted, sorted into trays. And then we've got a whole room of, of customer bins. And at any given week, we're at 220, 240 cu- customers. So, so we make sure to then put, put them in the bins in, in order of the break. And then, and then every Monday morning, we go through what our verification, then our pack and ship process. So, so what happens is usually around 6.30 or 7 in the morning on Monday morning, I go in and I go through every bin and make sure that it has it has the cards in it it's supposed to. And that's, we keep like a very intense sorting spreadsheet. So we know that like tray 32 was, was break 789 and, and this, this customer had the Bills, Car- Bills Cardinals and Steelers in it. And we know that those, those cards are in that bin. So I go through, I verify them all, all myself. Now we have, I brought on some part-time employees to help with that. And then we go and we put, we have an overhead camera and we have, we go through each, each bin on camera so that we know exactly what we sent to that customer. Then we team, team bag them and, and we like bag them very securely. And then we pack them and ship them and, and we double, double pack everything so that there's no, no damage. So it's that process that right now with 250 customers, 
we're getting to the post office just in the nick nick of time to get these <laughs> things out. And so as we continue growing, that that's going to be one of the biggest challenges because we're never going to sacrifice quality. It's just going to be like I'm going to have to hire some part-time employees that that come in on Sundays, or our shipping cost is going to go up because we'll have to ship start shifting and doing shipping twice twice a week after the Wednesday show and after after the Saturday show. We do it once a week right now because most people participate in both both shows. Um, well, two, 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 two thoughts I had there. One is that, wow, I mean, that's the type of thing that outside of however great you are at social or advertising or trying to build the community, when people are getting those packages with that much care, like they're loyal. So the fact that you reached out, I think that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, the other aspect of it was before, uh, I, I believe it was before we got on the interview, you said that you were golfing uh, every other day, nine holes. I don't know how you would ever find the time to do that. Um, I get yelled at I guess because it's only my... nine holes. <laughs> right, yeah. I get, I get yelled at a lot by my fiance. We've, we now have a shared calendar um, that we put everything on because I, I tend to, I tend to o- overcommit to things. Um, but for me, but for me, that nine holes, I, I write it off as my exercise. So the days I'm not golfing, I'm running. So she's... To the post office? <laughs> to the post office is one of the places. For sure. To the post office, one place. Or today I was running around, running around to different car, retail card shops buying top loaders because we just have basically ran out of any supply. Our distributors can't get them. So I had to pay because we needed them immediately for, for tomorrow night. I had to pay $8 a pack for, for 25 top loaders, which is crazy, but, but it's, we're not, again, we're, we, we're willing to s- sacrifice our, our margins to make the experience right for our customers. And, and I wasn't going to sacrifice how many cards I, we top loaded in a night, which um, tends to be, tends to be a lot. Well, and you'd mentioned it's the break traders is a, is a part of, a, of, a, of even a large organization, is that right? Yep, so we're, we're part of a, a company called Flower City Gaming that, that is, is we're, we're a tech company. And I, I tell everyone that we're, we're a tech company that right, right now happens to be in the trading card, card industry. And, and I think if, if people continue to keep up with break traders, they're, they're gonna see a very cool online platform rollout in, in the future. And I can't talk too much too much about that as it is under under development, but something that that your average, I think your average um, average card trading card enthusiast or hobbyist, it'll really be- benefit them hopefully and 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 help help build that. I mean, we have a phenomenal community with our break traders customer, but in really wide widen and broaden that community to give people even better access to to people that to talk cards with, to trade cards with, whatever they would to break with whatever they would like to, to do. So you mentioned the fact that you don't want to get into too much detail, which obviously made me think of another question. I mean, breaking is a really cool part of uh, the trading card business, both I, I think as, a, as, as someone who's entrepreneurial, although there's a lot of, as, as you've seen, I'm sure, a lot of horrible trader, a lot of horrible breakers out there. I mean, where you're just seeing like nose hair and then like they're telling you what cards you're pulling, right? And then even the larger ones, they don't have the production quality that you have. But 
but I'm wondering where, what can that go into? I mean, you got personal boxes. Uh, what are the other areas that you think, um, you know, are, 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 are opportunities without giving away the farm? Can you, can yeah. you talk about that a bit? Yeah. A huge opportunity that, that I'm, I'm pursuing is I want to be able to pass some of the savings we get on, we get from, from the volume that we're doing with our, our suppliers to small, smaller breakers. I realize not, not every, there's, there's thousands of breakers out there that are doing like one or two breaks a night. Whereas we're on our Wednesday shows, like 15 to 20 Saturday shows, 25, 30. I think our top was 40. We ran to like from 7:30 at night till till five in the mo next morning, which Ouch. like seven monsters later for me. Which that is, that next nine must have been horrible. That that whole next Sundays are usually pretty rough rough for me because Saturdays are really late shows and and I'm also working on running like the breaks are just added on to a 40 hour work week because <laughs> there's there's a the whole running of a company to be done in in the background. Um, but it'll be, it would really be supplying a lot of those, a lot of those smaller breakers is, is part of it. And, and what I would love to see is to, to really help provide, provide some of that production quality to other breakers and give them, give them a platform where they have, they have access, access to, um, to, to break it, break at a high level, even if they're, even if they're a sing, single person in, in their home, that they still are on screen with with a, a high quality break and um it it'll definitely take a little bit of a setup and and some explanation but i think that that's something that we can really get to that would be very i think very beneficial to the, to the community and, and hopefully profitable for us <laughs> i mean quite candidly it doesn't surprise me uh in, in the least if you could lease or license out some of the production stuff i think you guys would would do would do awesome with that so i'm going to transition with a few minutes that we have left to a couple of uh to a couple of really important questions from from in my opinion least important to most important um thurman thomas or marshawn lynch in their prime thurman thomas i, I that's why right. i figured you you may say that okay um uh and i'm not going to ask you to go into a bunch of detail on that one maybe more so on this one so again in their prime now i'm going to add a uh, I'm going to add something to this. It's in this. It's the Super Bowl. Josh Allen or Jim Kelly? Oh shit! I'm going. Jim, <laughs> I'm going Jim Kelly, and the reason I'm going Jim Jim Kelly is even though he lost, he did lose four four Super Bowls in a row. He always he performed performed well in big games, and I, I'm not referencing the Super Bowls because I, I was five years old at the last Super Bowl, so I don't really remember it. But but jo Josh Allen has has been phenomenal, and like he's true, he's perfect for Buffalo, I think. And um, but there is sometimes where the the spotlight's been been a little too bright, and he hasn't performed well. I mean, even the AFC Championship game, he didn't he didn't perform perform well. He didn't perform well against the Titans or or the Chiefs during the regular season last year, and and but but I'm not expecting that to be the case case this year. I mean, I have very high hopes and expectations for <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. I got to attend my first playoff home playoff game this past year with with 6,700 other people because we only had 10% capacity, and I'm expecting to attend at least. Two oh yeah, I I hope so. 
All right. So the most important question um, in, in our eyes, uh, I think that one might have been the most uh, difficult for you, but in ours, uh, you, you get to have a receiver for next year and it's either Stefan Diggs or Justin Jefferson. Stefan Diggs, 100%. I think that trade is the <laughs> definition of a win-win, but Stefan Diggs is a finished product and his chemistry with Josh Allen last year was unbelievable. Like, as, as much as I want to dislike Stefan Diggs, I think his work, work ethic and, and uh, uh, he's, he's tended to perform in the clutch from time to time, uh, especially here in Minnesota. There was yeah, a, that, that game against the, the Saints. I, what an iconic catch and run. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, the best experience from a sports perspective I've, uh, I've had. So, Listen, man, we, we really appreciate the time, but we wanted to give uh, you an opportunity to just let us know where folks can find you on, on Facebook or Insta. Yeah, our Instagram our Instagram's a great place to go. It's just at Break Traders. But really to enter into any of our breaks, to buy any of our personal boxes or buy any of our cases, which, which we really try to have the best in, in market pricing, just go to breaktraders.com. And, and if you use the promo code GC25, you get 25% off your first purchase. And that could be, a, that could be a case. So I'm t- you could get two grand off of, off of one of the cases on our, <laughs> our website right now. I just, I, I figured it, it would be a great way to, to thank your listeners for, for spending some time, time with us. And, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully y'all use it as, as well. Like I, I would love well, to see some more breaks and, I may, I may be using it here in the not too distant future. So great gift to the uh, gift card community. Joe, listen, man, we appreciate the time. I hope we get to uh, revisit at some point soon as, as uh, all the things we talked about come to fruition. We'll look uh, forward to catching up again, okay? Sounds good. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks so much. Take care. All right, so I am just adding a couple more things to the car. It says they're actually running out of some of the inventory. So I am, I am just stacking my cart full of stuff with this GT, GC25 discount code that's awesome i mean such a cool opportunity for our listeners to take advantage of and it was awesome we didn't even ask ask them to do it they just yeah yeah, it was was fantastic what an operation though like just hearing him talk about his shipping process like we we've gone through this right we 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 break and we We were not (laughs) we're not videotaping our (laughs) but what a brilliant thing because we we talk through you know the people that we deal with and making sure that we're you know, shipping the right product to the right people or when they say that they may not have gotten something. It's just a, a nice insurance policy. So just I was floored when I heard But him. they know. So they have to know some of the challenges out there, like with shipping. Yeah. Right? Like you do not want to get uh, a package with dented and creased cards mm-hmm. or, I mean, Double they, packing they everything. make sure. Like he, w- he was talking about running to card shops and picking up. Picking up top loaders. Yeah, doing what you got to do. Ta- doing what you got to do, and that's what really differentiates. Forty breaks a day. Yeah, that's his record. Wow, like that's gives awesome. me a headache just thinking Could about. You it, imagine doing so forty breaks a day. I think it'd be awesome. It'd be great. But now, he- to be fair, he did say that that was only on Saturdays, and he probably didn't golf on Sunday mornings. That's true. So you have to give that up, and I don't know if I'd be willing at that point. Like you, you eat into the golf time, and that's when that's when you start to draw the line. Yeah. That's when I start to draw the line. Once again, though, there like the, the common thread with all the people that we've interviewed so far, just passion. He's excited about it. He's really excited about it. I mean, he kept talking past the past the end of the interview. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and you're talking about drinking from the fire hose in terms of learning the hobby and and the the fact that the organization that he's with made an investment in that space. Um, so to to not only have the passion behind it, but to have backing in that Huge. in that way is is a is a big deal. Well, but you can tell they take it. Yeah. very seriously and do it the right way and so. he's forward thinking too about thinking about the other breakers out there and you know kind of how they can you know step in and help out those other breakers too which is very impressive yeah that was uh that was awesome in terms of uh what's what's coming out it's slow i mean there's there's your odds and ends tops and it's mostly baseball and hockey breaks but it's not any of the major things that we've been seeing it's kind of that slow time of the year in the next in the next couple of weeks we have impeccable for basketball impeccable basketball and those are interesting because in football there's the boxes that have the metal cards and it's a separate pack and you can get the silvers which are numbered to whatever i think it was like 15 or 25 i think it's like their jersey numbers it might be Oftentimes. their jersey numbers yeah. but the golds the gold bars in football are one of one. are one of one but that's not the case in basketball right I think, I think in basketball, it's actually numbered to their jersey number. It could be. Yeah, because I've seen a couple of LeBrons out there that are, I, th- I think, to 23. But that's a, that's a cool product. So we'll have to maybe revisit that on the next one. Or if Break Traders gets that one, then maybe we'll, we'll take a look at that. So we're going to look at more of the uh, breakers out there to potentially bring on. I don't know if we'll find many that have the production quality that – that they do so they'll be um they'll absolutely be 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 fun to watch well i guess it's time brad to, to get started with uh i mean joey was victorious last week mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous but the uh it was just, it was just a birthday party. I, yeah I you know, joe, find... joe told me the best part about his whole birthday was was winning last yeah. week yeah. absolutely did you get theme music for this? I got to give you credit for the working on it for the rock star answer though because I, I i was i was telling you guys after that show that I was thinking about my answer so much that I didn't I didn't really fully appreciate. I didn't even partially appreciate, actually, talking about fractions. Mm-hmm. Um, that rock star would be pretty freaking awesome. It would be awesome. What if would it be just as it would be just as awesome if it was a one hit wonder, even if you didn't have same power, right? If you're if you're playing music in front of people that know the words to your song and they're singing along even if it just happens once yeah that's when you know you've made it like that within that industry like as soon as that crowd is singing your song that's when you know you've made it yeah you've stamped yourself as a as an icon at that point yeah cool all right well uh as a recap so joe came back and now you're tied for the all-time lead with jay and brandon and connor coming for that belt trying to tie it tonight so if uh if uh one of the two of you win we'll have a three-way log jam at the top and brandon wait, wait what did you what log jam that's a little bit of a log jam yep you're you're i'm way too young to be in this room with you guys right now no log jam is not something that is age appropriate log jam is something that's just more of a historical reference yeah you guys are historical i know that was the point i was making wow we're all we're from ancient. minnesota we've, we've all spent time on the river <laughs> Ah, so Brandon, you get to go first tonight. I'm just trying to get in your head. <laughs> it's working. All right. So, uh, question number one: What is the coolest language that you do not know how to speak? Swahili. Swahili. Hundred percent. Connor. Sign. I think it's really cool to 
be able to communicate without words. I mean, I can I can look over to you guys and, you know, flash the what's up or flash the deuces to you guys, but if I was having a full blown conversation with someone, just moving my hands. So I would like to a lot this year I'd like to call coming. a foul because he basically you asked the question uh, about using a language that you did not know how to speak. Well, yep, that's a and, there's a technicality and, in here. And he, I think he, he gets credit. He mentioned that he was able to use that language. Oh, that's true. That's it true. is the most spoken language in the world. That's true. Okay, Joe. What's All right, we answer? can we can move. Well, on. the right answer because okay, I'm gonna okay, go. Brady. I'm gonna go way back because we were just talking about historical hieroglyphics. Oh, beat that. You, can, you don't even have to know how to speak it. All you got to do is know how to you know, it, take what, a chisel and wasn't start that one pictures though? Rock. Wasn't that more it's still pictures? Language. It's still how you communicated. Huh. You guys, you, yeah, you went deep on this one. I think I have to give this one though, actually, to Connor. Nah. Ugh. All right. So Brady Con- doesn't always get the call, huh? But <laughs> <laughs> you know, with hieroglyphics, everybody's typing in emojis now. It's all coming back. So you know, just like the. So Haley doesn't even, doesn't even use words. The high waisted jeans. Well, I was just on the trying women. to think, like when you see a smiley face, like how do you, if if you did know how to speak that, how how would you do that? Smiley. Well, okay, so you get the, the smiley face, and then the, I don't know. But like if I said, hieroglyphics. If you saw Connor nod at you, how would you speak that? I know he's saying yes. Well, if you no. saw a smiley yeah, face, no, you would know that they were happy. I don't know. I don't know. We've do you, drifted do you, into the do you specific yes. language. Yes, I'm yes. pretty do you sure I this? have the only actual <laughs> language. That is true. Yep. yep. All right. That, that's why the uh, the uh, kind of the creative uh, the creative way that you guys uh, t- take this game that's that's what makes it fun. It's pretty competitive right. at this point. It, it is. It is. All right, Connor. What is one thing that you've experienced in your life that few people believe that you actually have? <laughs> Winning a state championship for football. I'm I'm not a big guy. I'm I'm five nine and 160 pounds of brute force, and sometimes they don't they don't believe that I I uh, accomplish much between the lines. So I like having that proof. Okay. Jimmy? All right. So coming face to face with a silverback gorilla in the Ugandan rainforest. So beat that gentleman. That's a, yeah. I'd, Only six hundred people a year get to do that, so we got. Okay, curious, Brandon. George. One thing. Yeah, mine's mine's not. Uh... Are you conceding? No, I'm not. Con- I'm not. I'm, no, I would never, <laughs> never. But, but, but I would say no. I would. I, I would just say um, being an Enriquez, being a being a, a a minority, because I used to be an Olson. Mm-hmm. And then I and back in and the day, back in the day, and then it was in Enrique. So my dad was Mexican, so I'm half Mexican. Uh, but sometimes when I when I bring up the fact that I'm Latino or Mexican, it's like man, or you, don't know you how might, to you might be more Irish or or the fact that I can't speak Spanish. Yeah, both of those things <laughs> all the time would lead people to believe that uh, <laughs> I have an experience being uh, Hispanic. That's good. You you dared us you dared us to beat it and I don't think that they did. Joe. All right. Point. That was so a good now, one. Now that, was, that was that was a sweet solid, answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will say I got not only face to face it charged me and I knocked over this poor Ugandan woman from the Ugandan Wildlife Authority. Plowed her over because I was trying to get the hell so out of the you way. were actually before they, they say he that, turned around and fought it. No <laughs> no they, they say you're supposed to like cower and just stand you know stand your ground when it's 800 pound silverback gorillas running at you you don't. Uh, you don't do that. 
Are you going back to Uganda again anytime soon? No. Okay. I would. Mm. I would. Just. I wouldn't. Are you afraid of any gorilla-sized penguins in Antarctica? I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, Joe. Uh, question three. Who is your favorite non-family member in the world? Ooh. Favorite non-family member in the world. Gosh, that is hard. Man. Holy cow. You you actually you actually kind of flanked me here. I mean, <laughs> you know what's funny is that uh, I'll give you a second here. I, th- this was not my question. In fact, uh, yeah, I, I've got a few weeks into the future on this, and I, I switched this one up from our interview I feel last like week. I, with, I uh, know the answer to this with, one. with Mike Hansen. Wow, wow, wow. So as much as I would like to say Joe from Break Traders, just given what he's uh, what he just came came through here, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the the lady Megan. Okay. That um, uh, she's done a lot for me and got me uh, on the right track. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go that route. I know, I know. Sorry, guys. Do we have the sound effect? Though? Oh, oh no. I know. I don't like <laughs> you, that you, you just, that me. Deserves more of like a. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Sorry, guys. But actually, I love Megan. So that's not for Megan. It's for the answer. Yes, Brandon. Coming through that way. I I would say that. Um, if I was to think about one person that's not a family member that has had the biggest impact from a mental toughness, winning, championship perspective, Michael Jordan. What? Connor. My favorite non-blood family member of all time go also goes back to football. It was my quarterback. Uh, being, I was a little I was a little receiver and my quarterback kind of made it work because I wasn't I wasn't big wasn't fast uh and he was kind of one of those dudes where if I stepped on the field and I saw him I was like that's that's my guy so being able to build a relationship like that on the field with someone who you don't always see or don't have a real blood connection to is kind of something special that's that's the epitome of sports right there you get the point and the win what that's solid. Yeah, that's solid. Good. I agree. I and he's agree. a quarterback for the Minnesota Golden Gophers at yep. the moment, so that doesn't that doesn't. So he's hurt. good too. Knows how to make other people good. That's uh, right. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Right. I thought I had the cheat code there. <laughs> that, was, that was that was good. That means that. Uh, well, uh, I, I do want to bring up one thing. So uh, so so Connor, you are uh, you are now tied for all time wins along with uh, both Joey and our friend Jay. Brandon, you got some work to do next week. And I, I want to also just remind everybody, too, that discount code for Break Traders is GC25. Uh, you can see Break Traders at uh, – you can you can visit them at www.breaktraders.com. And they are on Instagram. The handle is at Break Traders. Awesome. Well, tonight we are drinking something very interesting. You can probably hear the bottle as I squeak it open. It is called Bamboo. Bamboo is a rum from Joey. Where is this from? This is from the Caribbean, but I see like 19 islands on this thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's handcrafted. I've had some. It's delicious. Bamboo XO. They're going to be sponsoring us at some point soon, I'm sure, because I love it, and we'll be drinking this again. So thank you, everyone, especially uh, Break Traders, for joining us. We'll see you all next week. Joey out.